0: Now, here's Todd. Hey!
1: All right, welcome to the program. First part of the show today, uh, It's I don't know if I can do this because it's been almost three years since we've had a discussion about the Clallam County Fair coming up. But next week, the Clallam County Fair is back, uh, full on As normal, quote unquote, uh, just like we were back in 2019 before all of the uh, craziness of the pandemic hit and uh, kind of shut things down for a couple of years. So I welcome to the studio. We have the fair manager here, uh, Sherry Ayafrida. Sherry, good to see you in person in in the studio on this one as well. We also have Clallam County Commissioner Randy Johnson joining us, who's been involved with the fair and many capacities for I don't know how many years, but uh, too many to count. Many, probably. many years. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, our pleasure to have the new uh, Parks, Fair and Facilities Director, uh, Don Crawford, joining us. Don, good to have you again. And uh, Thank welcome you be to here. the new position. Yeah, yeah so it's good, good to be here on the peninsula. And uh, maybe I'll start with you just kind of a, sure. a bit uh, about you and, and you you take this job right in the midst of trying to get <laughs> this fair back on online as well. So I guess, you know what, if you're going to do it Go full well, on Well, and
2: I'm the new guy, <laughs> so I've got a year to blame other people. Good point. But it's been real, been real good. I just came in, and and Sherry and her team have been working on it, and and so I'm just you know filling in the gaps. And in fact. My first year, um, they've already agreed that I'm just going to wander around and see see what goes on. So Very last time good. I was actively involved in a fair. I think I was 17 in FFA. So
1: well, there you go. This
2: is yeah, this All is going right. to be a good time.
1: Uh, you're actually a Northwest guy. Yes, originally, I am. Yep. and you've gotten here a, a circuitous route. Yeah, uh, tell us a bit about how you ended up well, back here. Well,
2: I married I married a girl from from Arizona, and so when we graduated college, she said, "Hey, it would be." politically correct for you to go live near my family so we went from there to for a few years in phoenix area and then went to vegas then to chicago where we raised all six of our kids (laughs) um then i was the director of uh grounds at uh, texas a&m university and my wife at some point said hey we're westerners why we keep going we're you know we're in the eastern time zone i'd like to not go any further so um we started looking for opportunities back here in home and Lucky for me, I dragged her up here for an internship while I was in college and she absolutely loved Seattle and and we spent a lot of time on the Olympic Peninsula mm-hmm. and so she said I want to live I want to live on an island in the Puget Sound and so here we are on the Olympic Peninsula and living
1: the dream. How about that? Yeah, and we've had beautiful weather since you started.
2: I, I don't care about the weather. <laughs> the weather is what it is in the Pacific Northwest. We're See, just we're just happy it's not one hundred and fifteen and ninety percent humidity.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, welcome, and uh, thank you. I, I know you're probably looking forward to it four days of just wandering around to see what a Clallam County Fair is like. (laughs) I
2: am excited. I am excited. You and
1: and most of the community as well, I think, are just just flat out ready to have a fair again. So uh, Sherry, we'll talk a bit about this uh, very unique, uh, uh, you know, everyone go, well, you've had two years to get it organized, but that's not (laughs) been that easy, right? (laughs) So tell us a bit about what's gone into getting the fair back, uh, you know, and ready to go uh, because it's been, you know, start and stop, start and stop, I'm, I'm sure over the last year or two.
0: Yes, um, we're very excited to have the fair back And everyone I run into or calls me Everyone's just so thrilled that the fair's back And so I think it's going to be great mm-hmm. And uh, order I ordered the good weather Yeah, so. it looks like we're going to rally <laughs>
1: back to some decent weather
0: Yeah, it's right. perfect,
1: perfect. Uh, The uh, What should people expect? I mean, it's been since 2019 since someone's been at a Clallam County Fair Tell us what you think it's going to be like this year when uh, when you get the gates open
0: well, uh, we have um, all of our entertainment lined up. Um, new uh, this year, we have a Friday night concert in the grandstands, and so that's pretty exciting. Um, it's been since two thousand five since we had oh, wow. that. It's
1: been that long since there's been a grandstand concert. That
0: long? Yeah. That long? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and so, Black Diamond Junction, uh, my your band, band, yes, is the opener, and then uh, we have Darren Jones and the Last Men Standing. Um, they just just. Um, cut a new album and they've opened for a lot of really big names like big and rich and Mm -hmm. and and other country so that'll be exciting and um i have a variety of um i have country rock we have uh, stardust big band barbershop quartet belly dancing an improv group and marimba band and so um all, all across the board, I I different, and the, hula dancers. Oh,
1: there you go. And Captain R is back too. Captain I R, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's he's fun. The,
1: um, and that's just the entertainment part of this as well, right? Uh, let's talk about kind of over in the animal parts. Was was that tough or not? I mean, what's the situation been for 4-H and for the FFA kids and stuff? I mean, they obviously kept going through the pandemic, but certainly didn't have fairs and things to to kind of you know keep keep them going along, the the stuff they, you know, live for, the ribbons and all of that.
0: Right. Well, um, the numbers will be down a little bit. Yeah. But we have a good amount of kids in 4-H and FFA. And there's also the open youth. Um, so, um, you know, the barns will be full. Okay. And um, we have some new things that I've heard. Um, there's going to be, um, there will be eight tarantulas. Okay. And I said you can have them here as long as a hundred percent they will not get out. <laughs> and the snakes, I think I don't know if there's there are two snakes.
1: oh yeah yeah so, yeah you
0: know, one of the barns will be filled with um anim- different animals and, and some reptiles too. Mm-hmm. So that's that's different. That is different. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to. So think the
2: that. FFA is diversifying. They're now going into <laughs> snakes and reptiles. reptiles. I want to
1: see the judging competition yeah. for tarantulas. That will be very 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 yeah. Um,
2: well one thing we ought to mention just so people don't get caught off guard because uh, we have an avian flu outbreak in the state yeah. mm-hmm. and so our um, WSU cooperative extension from Clallam County has worked very diligently to make sure that we have program for the for the 4h students um, but when they go to the when they go to the poultry um, pavilion they're going to notice a little different Um We've got some things that they've that they've um, they've had to learn in the last mm-hmm. two years because of the because of the pandemic. So um, you're going to see some stuffed birds, and you're going to so that the the kids as they show these things are going to have to really be on their game. They can't hide behind their this their chicken, chicken anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah right, they've right. got to explain all of this with a you know a, a, a right. stuffed whoopee. So. Yeah. Um, but they have done a really good job of of making sure that the kids have that experience that that they you know need to have to grow. So, but that is that is something. One thing the caveat is that the um, we're calling it the terminal poultry. So those are the market chickens and yeah. turkeys that will be processed after the after the. Um, uh, the livestock Livestock auction after after the auction right those will be there for a short period of time and that's all in in compliance with the with the state's um veterinary from from wsu so um that's that what else was there anything else that we were that we were dealing with that kind of it's like you, we have COVID now. We've got to deal with avian the flu, avian, you know. And I didn't
1: even think about the avian flu, but that is, a, that yeah. is an issue. So is there, was right.
2: there one other one other species that we were dealing with possibly?
0: Uh, it was the rabbits, rabbit uh, the oh, rabbit yeah. barn, and, a... and rabbit poultry are in the same barn, but they are able to bring there will be so rabbits. there will be
1: live rabbits there for uh, yes. their rabbits their their show rabbits yes. will be there yeah, I guess correct. is uh, yeah the proper way to put it okay
0: yeah and then about the auction. So we have the Pacific right. Northwest Junior Livestock Auction happening. It'll be Saturday, and um, it's always exciting to yeah. watch that and the, you know, the champion animals.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's and next week, just as a little program note, I'm, I've got a taped-up interview we're going to play next week with a couple of, uh, of the uh, kids, an, an, a 19-year-old and a 10-year-old. One who's done it for a bunch of times and one who's doing this for the very first time. uh,
3: I've got to tell you, it's one of my favorite, both Carol and my uh, favorite things to attend. And, And why, I mean, not only do the kids have to be knowledgeable, they get trained. Think about it. You have to purchase an animal, Mm -hmm. you have to pay to feed it as you go along, then you sell it, and I don't know where else one ever gets the background, oh this is, uh, actually I have to make a profit on this that I'm going to apply towards college or whatever, and I've never seen a program like that where you have to be responsible and take all that time to go through and I just, we just absolutely love the livestock auction of course we we almost always buy things Mm -hmm. which we donate to the food bank but I I mean it's just such a fantastic program and I'm so thankful for FFA and, and 4-H program that we have makes kids be responsible makes yep. them knowledgeable makes them understand science and on and on and so you know if you can't tell I get real excited about yeah. the whole program
1: noon so. on the 20th it's Correct. a high noon event high on, noon. on the actual <laughs> Saturday of the of the uh, Clallam okay. County
2: Fair yeah, yeah go I'd ahead, like Don. to once one thing I'd like to add um, that Commissioner Johnson touched upon This community has always had really good volunteer support. Um, I've done a lot of things similar to this in in my career, and I have never seen such a high functioning uh, fair board as they have here in Clallam County. Um, First of all, it's a huge committee. There's 17 or 18, Sherry? 15 members.
0: 15, 15?
2: Mm -hmm. and very disparate backgrounds, very disparate ideas. And yet they are all, you know, all unified in how do we make this a great fair for for our community? And and I, I cannot say enough of how wonderful they are to work with. And and it's amazing how much synergy you can accomplish and how extra kinds of opportunities you can take advantage of when people are have that kind of attitude. So I'm real excited to to see how this stuff turns out because yeah. they've been working hard.
1: Uh, there, well, Sherry can attest to this. So can, uh, so can I, uh, is Carol still on the on the uh, board? She's been on the board yeah. for 20 <laughs> years the, I've, uh, or more. That leads. That's the yeah. thing. There's ownership in this because I think you've got board members like that. You know, 20 plus years on on the board that uh, they get it.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, Don Edwards is um, the has been on the longest, and Bob Clark. Um, yeah. he's reached, I think, 26 years, right? And and he's you know, he's on it, but it's a and he's it's, only 28, <laughs> right? Yeah, he
1: started he started when he was quite young. Uh,
2: well, he talked about the first fair he went to in like 38. I remember the last fair board meeting, he goes, I my first time, oh, yeah, and we had a presidential candidate that came and gave a stump speech back in 1938, and I'm like, when you were
3: three. <laughs>
1: Very good, right, Randy. You we're going to add something there.
3: I kind of no, no, no. Okay, yeah, it was fine. I mean, uh, as Don started to say, not only thanking the board, but also the number of sponsors we have oh, I yeah. mean right. the number of sponsors that have stepped up and helped the mm-hmm. fair time after time and I'm so appreciative of all those people and all the other volunteers I mean it wouldn't be possible as Don you said know. and Sherry knows without all the help that this community f- helps and and I should tell you you know when you think about the cost for one day it's $8 we held it exactly the same as it was before since 2011 it's, yeah, right. uh, so because price
1: still, still the same
0: Yeah, same, yeah. same price yeah. Yeah. the carnival company so we do have a carnival yep and they have not raised their prices either so that that's
1: speaking of great. carnival uh you can, can get your uh, wristband uh this year again yes uh, you, can all get you can those right ride. up till the day before the fair correct right and then okay so
0: it's 30 dollars for an all you can ride and you can choose which day you'd like to ride the rides and it comes with i think a game or two also and um, there are some locations in the county that you can buy them for cash, or you can go online. There's a link on the FAIR website, and it'll take you, and you can use your credit card, and this takes you online, and, and that's a fast, mm-hmm. easy way to take care of that.
1: All right. We're going to take a break. I want to come back, and want to talk a little bit about just to how, you know— what it was like to put a fair on pause for two years in a row and what that kind of kind of looked like for for sherry and the rest of the group that puts on the clallam county fair which starts a week from today uh here in port angeles and we're all pretty excited that it's all uh, coming back and we it feels like a real summer for a change we'll uh, talk a bit more with uh, folks from clallam county right after this
2: this is the todd ortloff show on news radio k-o-n-p
1: We're talking about the Clallam County Fair. It is back a week from today here in Port Angeles, and uh, we have some folks that have been uh, uniquely involved in different capacities with the fair, and uh, fair manager Sherry Ayafrida certainly has had uh, a lot going on in the last, uh, well, I don't know, when did you start up again? Uh, I guess you entered into this last year, probably, uh, and thinking that, okay, we got to get ready. There probably is going to be a fair, maybe or maybe not.
0: Right. Yeah, we were we were pretty um confident that it would happen sure. this year. Um so we I've been planning for quite a while. Um when when during the pandemic, um we did a lot of major rev, you know revisions on documents and policies and it was a good time so we kept really busy and a good time for that. Um then we were able to open up to have events at the fairgrounds right. again. And that's something that a lot of people don't realize, that we rent out some of our buildings. We have weddings. We have company dinners, um, award ceremonies, seminars, all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. um, RV rallies. Um, and um, so it's it's a good use of the fairgrounds. We also have the vehicle storage. Um, so that, we, that continued.
1: The... Um but for a while there, there was nothing going on out in the fairgrounds right. in 2020. I know it was really a ghost town out yeah, there. Yeah, clo-
0: closed gate. We yeah. were still working in the office. Yeah, or yeah. I was because I'm the only full time person there.
1: Got it. What um, What does it take for people? I mean, a lot of I ask you this every year. People think, well, you just put the fair on. You know, it's like it takes <laughs> a month or so, and you know, you just make a few phone calls and off it goes. Take us kind of through the process of what it, it takes to get to what will happen on Thursday next week.
0: Well, I start in the fall. I go to the um, WSFA Fair Convention, and they have showcases. They have a trade show with all the things, you know, ribbons and all the things you would need. Mm-hmm. And so I start planning entertainment then, and and then I go from there. Um, beginning of the year, we send out vendor contracts. So we're always following up with those, and then getting new vendors. Um, this year will be we're pretty looking pretty good for vendors. Good. Um a couple are have moved away, but we had a a lot And I was gonna ask you two. a bit
1: about that because not only was this impactful for a fair, but a lot of the businesses that were at fairs uh didn't make it or changed or just kinda gave it up because they lost their uh their places to go really for a couple of years.
0: Right. There there are some that did go out of business, yeah. but uh, a lot of them are coming back. Um Good. quite a few of returning.
1: Got any highlights of something new that might be coming vendor wise or food wise or anything like that that, uh, you know, maybe pique a couple of people's interest if they uh, head out there?
0: Let's see. Um, oh, chicken and waffle vendor.
1: Oh, okay. That's a first. <laughs> I don't think there's been one of those. Uh, no, there not. hasn't been.
0: Yeah. Um, so we have, we do have some new food vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, we have returning ones. Um, We'll have um, you know entertainment on all the stages, right. both stages. Yeah,
1: so both stages are going to be going again. I, I we kind of you you lined out the entertainment, but you've got uh, stages. two two stages mm-hmm. that uh, will kind of alternate throughout the all four well, days. It's actually, there. four right.
2: stages because we have the kids area. We have the kids zone. The kids zone. and right. We mm-hmm. have the area that's the the I'm sorry, the gazebo that's right next. Oh, sunny farm stage. Sunny farm stage plus the Wilder stage. Wilder, Wilder stage and the and the
1: the grandstand grand <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> well, uh is there a rodeo this year yes, yes. We, have I, a rodeo. we didn't point yes. out yeah okay so that's back that'll that's be saturday and sunday
0: again or? correct okay yeah we have a rodeo uh we'll have the logging show back and the draft horse uh demo pull the draft horse okay. pull um that's pretty amazing to watch
1: too. So a lot of the uh, old time favorites. Oh, in a demo derby, probably
0: right. It turns demo up derby. at the end, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Sunday, Sunday at five. And... Seems... Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: From and what that... I understand, oh, it's, it's like you thing. could do the demo derby all four days, and you'd probably yeah. sell out every you day. You might. You might.
1: Um, <laughs> advice for folks at the demo derby because that's always kind of like a, a, a hitch. When do when do t- t- tickets go on sale to get in? How does that work for people to understand how the last event at the fair happens?
0: Oh, uh, tickets go on sale at nine a.m on sunday right. so that's august 21st and they're there um they sell them outside of the yellow ticket booth close to the bmx track got it so it's not because they get big lines so yeah. they sell out fast um they sell out every year and they have not raised their price either oh, it's okay. 15 dollars a person
1: okay Um. Uh, We also have, uh, yeah, so there's a ton of things happening through the whole time. The weather will be just uh, great, uh, I promise. Chamber of Commerce Mm -hmm. weather, for sure. That's uh, (laughs) what what we hope. Okay, I'm going to take one more quick break. I want to come back, and I'm going to just get a, uh, I love to ask what people like about the fair from my guests, especially the people who put it on, because it's always interesting. We'll uh, ask that question when we come back uh, right after this.
2: This is the Todd Ortloff
1: Show on News Radio KONP. Okay, back with a few more minutes as we uh, get you ready for the Clallam County Fair, which starts uh, a week from today. It runs uh, next Thursday through Sunday. Uh, and back after a couple of years uh, not happening because of the COVID uh, pandemic, uh, we've been talking with uh, Randy Johnson, Columb County Commissioner. We have the New Parks Fair and Facilities Director Don Crawford here, and the Fair Manager Sherry Iofrida, talking about kind of what goes into all of this and what they're expecting this year. It sounds like it's going to be a great fair. Um, so I, Sherry knows I ask this question every year: is what's your favorite part about the fair? And it can, it's kind of like all out of all of this, it can be. You know, food, whatever you you do. So, if you, aside from finally putting it on, Sherry, what do you like best about it?
0: My favorite part is the entertainment. Okay, I I love music, so that's I try to try to get out there and well, stuff for you because you got to work a and song still get out. Here and yeah, and there.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. You often it's see Sherry. She kind of like. Makes her rounds so that she can make it over by a stage right. for a little Oop. bit if we, uh, if you right. can, right? <laughs> okay, entertainment. And you work hard at getting it. So, uh, like you said, this is a kind of a year long endeavor uh, as it well. Is. is there, I mean, you've got the grandstand show. Is that going to be, what, what is the most, you know, your highlight for the entertainment you're looking forward to out of all of those that you booked?
0: oh sure yeah. yeah the grandstand friday okay. night concert okay yeah. we should
1: point out people get that's free with admission to the it, uh, fairgrounds it is right so just come on friday have a good time at the fair and check out the uh, the show it starts at right. six six right yeah
0: yeah six o'clock
1: that other band plays it so i gotta <laughs> make sure i'm there uh very good uh randy i'll uh, ask you the same question your favorite part about the collum county fair
3: Oh how do you how you define just one thing it's impossible. I mean I always love the draft towards pool, but as I've said before I've been involved in the auction with kids for and the 4H kids and the FFA kids for also 20 plus years I think and so that's just a fantastic thing and just going through all the all the different barns with the different animals and all the kids mm-hmm. involved I mean that's just fantastic and then for people like me that also raise vegetables and grow flowers and things so I enjoy the heck out of that and as sherry mentioned the music is kind of just another added thing to or benefit to the whole sure. fair so how can i say one thing i think it's a I great that's event it's a, a
1: great answer spoken like a true politician in the room the oh. guy has to run for his office so. <laughs> I kid you, Randy. I know you very much uh, enjoy all of those aspects, and that's a legitimate uh, answer. Uh, I don't know. Don, this will be your first time seeing a Clallam County Fair, so maybe I'll just in general say what's your favorite thing about a fair. I, I am, I'm really
2: looking forward to having a celebration. In, in a lot of ways, we've all been cloistered for the last couple of years, and this is a good chance for... You know long-term friends across the county to get together and and have a good time and if you're not having a good time at the fair you probably brought the bad time with you because there's something for everybody and it'll be and it'll be a lot of fun and um i'm looking forward to that i i want to see people get out of their houses and and shake off you know that funk that we've had for the last couple of years and and have a good time and and i'm that's that's really what i'm looking forward to so i'm hoping we can provide that for folks
1: well it certainly sounds like you're on your way uh, sherry's got a quite a, a bevy of things lined up uh, and I, i'm excited just to get back out there and uh, we yeah. were talking to the break just having a the, kind of the end of a normal summer uh quote unquote as normal <laughs> as that gets these days so uh and i think it's also important to note that uh you know this is a Kind of a dying breed in the county fair, the country style fair that we have here. I mean, uh, Randy, I, I think that's one of the one of the, you know, the commissioners from the commissioner's seat. They you take this as a priority to try oh, to keep I, this I
3: running consider, I, I mean yeah. yeah we are somewhat rural county in a lot of ways but obviously the county's changed over a period of time but to me i look as an opportunity for everyone as don said or sherry would say to get together and yeah. it reminds you of quote a country fair with all the attributes and it's just a fantastic thing
1: and yeah. it's a beautiful fairgrounds so i should point that out too unlike many that you would go to that have turned into nothing but pavement there's great grass and it's it got is. shade and trees and all of that as well and the, and and the your, your, crew, your crew does a great job the background yeah it's not not too shabby to be out there for a few days so i just got to remember where i got to go for my booth because it's been two years i, I, I see if i can find it again well we'll help there's you. gonna, yeah, be, a, sure there's you gonna
2: be a lot of that the first first few hours
0: right <laughs> very
1: good we will see you all out uh, at the fair next week
0: all right good luck yeah. yeah it'll
1: be a lot of fun thanks sherry good to see you again sherry ifrida too she's the fair manager and uh, randy johnson clallam county commissioner there and also the new parks fair and facilities director for clallam county don crawford good to have you on as I'm well excited to be here thank you all right we're going to take a break talk about another event that's happening Next weekend as well, and that's a back to school event, uh, which uh, is uh, helpful for a lot of families in our area. And we'll give you some details about that when we come back.
2: This is the Todd Ortloff Show on News Radio KONP.
1: Okay, going to switch events a little bit here as we talked about the fair in the first half of the show. Going to wrap things up with uh, back-to-school fairs that are happening here at this uh, end of um, summer, first part of the end of the school year, uh, coming up so quickly. It's just hard to believe it's just a few weeks away, but uh, here we go. We're going to talk a a bit with... uh, Uh, with uh, Carmen Geyer, who's uh, with the Port Angeles School District, and we're going to talk with uh, Marin Packers with the Squim School District. Both of these school districts have similar fairs that are happening uh, for their uh, families in their school district. So Carmen, I'll start with you in the Port Angeles District. Yours is coming up, and I couldn't believe it when I saw this, the 14th annual one of these things, right? So yours is on the 20th, uh, which is a week from Saturday at uh, Jefferson Elementary. So take it away. What are you guys going to be doing?
4: Thank you so much, Todd. Yeah, we are so excited to bring back our back-to-school fair to Jefferson Elementary. Uh, the last two years, They've we've been drive-throughs oh and kind of hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, which have been great, right? We, we've been uh, doing all the things to accommodate our families, but we're just really excited to um, have an in-person event this year. Uh, so, Luckily, we've gotten some incredible community sponsorships and for the first time ever, we're gonna be giving away backpacks. So we've always done school supplies and Squim School District has in, like accelerated um, our, our motivation with this because you guys have always <laughs> given away backpacks and so kids are always like, where's my backpack? Um, but so this year we're gonna be um, giving away 1,000 backpacks wow. stuffed with grade specific school supplies. Um, so we couldn't have done this without community support, obviously. So in particular, the Port Angeles Education Foundation, The Kiwanis Club of Port Angeles, uh, the Norwester Rotary, and Noon Clubs of Port Angeles really came through. Uh, Sound Community Bank, uh, Steve Methner State Farm, and Lutheran Community Services uh, came together and allowed us to purchase all of these school supplies. And um, we're also going to be offering a barbecue lunch for families, so we invite you to stay and play, get some resources. Um, We're going to be doing haircuts. Uh, So we're Mm -hmm. we're starting to get some more um, uh, people coming coming forward to help us out, but we really need some haircuts. Yeah, I
1: saw a post that you had out yesterday that you could use a couple more uh, hairstylists to pull this off.
4: Yeah, it's it's uh, one of the most popular attractions. There's hair flying everywhere. Kids are smiling. <laughs> and, and once they get out of that chair, just the um, the self-confidence just skyrockets when they have that new do for the new school year. Right. So we're really looking forward to that.
1: This, um, you know, event uh, is geared for, you know, kind of started, I guess, for so many kids and families who just couldn't afford to get school supplies. Mm-hmm. There's so much. In fact, when I was in school, you didn't have to have all of the stuff that you brought that right. you do now. Yeah. Um, so tell us a bit about kind of who's eligible, who, who should come to this. And now it sounds like you're going to show up and find out what grade this kid is in and give him a backpack. Yeah,
4: (laughs) yeah. And we are inviting everybody, right? So, I mean, um, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to deem yourself needy, right? That's such a term that we don't want to use anymore. So with uh, inflation and with the rise of, I mean, the food costs, my gosh, you know. So, I mean, if you, um, and even if you don't need a backpack or school supplies. We invite you to come out and just connect with the community. Um, but if you do need a little bit of help, um, come on out. We got some stuff for you. We want. We don't want to sit on these backpacks. We want to get them out and on kids' backs and ready for the first day of school.
1: All right. Times again on the 20th. What time do you guys open up?
4: Uh, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay. So it's Saturday, August 20th at Jefferson Elementary. So we hope to see everyone there. All
1: right. Stand yeah. by. We'll have more to talk to you. Okay. We're going to go over to Mary now and talk about the swim School District's effort. Tell us about you, the nuts and bolts kind of what you guys are going to offer down in Squim.
5: Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, So a lot like the Port Angeles Back to School Fair, ours is gonna be Saturday the 27th. It'll be um, kind of like what Carmen said, in-person. We're really excited to have it in-person this year. We will have a drive-through for school supplies. So for families who cannot stay and just wanna get the school supplies in the backpacks, it'll be grade specific, already sorted. You can just drive through Helen Heller parking lot and pick up a backpack. But for those of you who would like to re-engage with our community, we're inviting a lot of community vendors to come down to Squim High School football field, so we can reintroduce our community to what's available post-pandemic. So we're going to have a lot of, oh, there's going to be Squim Acrobatics there, we'll have dance centers there, we'll have the YMCA, the Boys and Girls Club is offering food along with the Lions Club, so we'll have a free meal for kids. Um, and then, like I said, we'll have some entertainment, some yard games, we'll just have fun um, and really help these kids get to know the resources in their community mm-hmm. again.
1: Yeah, things that aren't just school-related, but Maybe things they can do after school. Correct, And, uh, and just yeah. to be engaged uh, in society again for a change. Right?
5: Imagine that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> right on. Uh, t- what were your times again? And I know in the past you've also had specific times for certain ages. Are you doing that again this year or not? We're
5: not doing that again okay. this year. So every... All the schools are going to be Saturday the 27th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay. Come any time. We'll have a drive through and if the drive through queue is full, come down to the field and just see what's there.
1: All right. Uh, how many backpacks you guys got to hand out?
5: A thousand. We've yeah. kind of yeah. matched. Look at that. Yeah. I, see, you
1: know why I asked, because there's this competition <laughs> yeah, here. It sounds right. like, We're right. going to have to
5: go 2,000 next year.
4: I mean,
1: no. <laughs> um, The... So, yeah, so back to the Port Angeles one as well, I should, should point out, I mean, you've got a lot of other things that are happening there as well, and it is to be a kind of a celebratory time to just get ready for school coming.
4: Yeah, yeah. We'll also have uh, some of our district uh, staff there answering right. questions about school bus routes, um New for this year, this is incredible. Um, free meals um, for the school year. So through the community eligibility program, the Port Angeles School District um, is now able to offer free breakfast and lunch. So regardless wow. of your household income, uh, but we do need family income surveys. That's just a part of the game. So, um, but
1: it doesn't matter what you're putting on that nope. survey. Everybody's eligible. Everybody's eligible.
4: That? But it just um, and it's really interesting because they did change their requirements this year. So, or they um, they lowered uh, family so income rates. So families could qualify for additional services that they may not know about. Um, So uh, stop by and you can chat with our um, student data coordinator to answer questions about what uh, resources are out there. Um, Because if you do um, qualify, then you can get help with sports. Uh, You know your ASB Mm -hmm. cards, your yearbooks. So there's a lot of great programs out there that families just might not know about.
1: Right, and squim you something similar can people get those types of answers
5: absolutely yeah we'll have a district booth at the fair answering questions we'll also have our kitchen seduxo there with the free and reduced lunch applications and so lots of opportunities to get education not only about our community and the resources there but also about our schools and and the resources there too
1: right uh, will you have individual school reps at at your event or not
5: no so we're we are building back our p t
4: o usually right. historically um our p t o uh teams have been out there answering questions, but volunteers you know um just you know we're, we're yeah. building them back again now that um they're able to come back into the buildings there are some restrictions regarding covid yeah. um you know vaccinations um so that's kind of limited our volunteer interaction um so but hopefully next year we'll have more of a like um building representation at the back to school fair
1: uh lisa Lyons was uh, not able to be with us but she's with the lutheran community services which really has been the impetus of this to begin with way back when Absolutely. uh before the first one of these 14 started they were doing this this school supply drive essentially and did it just on their own and that's kind of what grew into this it just kind of got on steroids with the school districts getting involved and getting other organizations going
4: yeah lisa's incredible lisa lyon and her team with at lutheran community services you know i mean for i mean i think she's been doing it for 17 years yep. and then so like but then we like deemed it you know oh it's our 14th annual now but she has just been the driving force behind um getting families the resources they need um um, much more beyond school supplies right so throughout the year i mean she is supporting our families like none other and we're just so grateful um but yeah she has been the force uh, behind getting these backpacks um and so we just we can't wait to to get you know uh these families the resources they need and the kids just having a great start to their year
1: uh, marion down in squim you've also i know in the past have partnered up pretty closely with like Seroptimus and some other groups so, yeah, i care to address that you have some other you know groups that are helping out
5: oh absolutely we could not do this event without our community partnerships uh this year i mean boys and girls club is always a huge partner for us we have the rotary club we have uh, the lions club we have um so many groups that come together to really support our kids and this year we're having um office depot and walmart host our stuff the bus event which is happening tomorrow and it's going to be tomorrow from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. at both Office Depot and Walmart. And this is how we provide the supplies for our kids. So if you want to contribute to the fair, maybe you don't have school age children, but you still want to hop out, uh, stop by Office Depot or Walmart. We have some pre-made supply lists there. And so you know exactly what to buy. And it all goes straight into the backpacks for these kids.
1: You can also just write a check that uh, would be yes. <laughs> uh, taken as well and somebody else can do the shopping if that's the case, right?
5: Absolutely. We're very responsible <laughs> with your money and we'll make sure it gets to the right place. <laughs> uh,
1: which kind of leads me to a question I was having for, for Carmen. So you just I finished up your big drive for school supplies uh, yeah. that you did here locally. Yeah. How did it go?
4: It went well. Um, so those school supplies will go to uh, supplement uh, some of the the mm. um, backpacks just because I, I, you've seen these lists of school supplies. Yeah. You know, They it's ever-growing, um, so we'll be able to supplement uh, some of those uh, in the backpacks. But we're also going to use them throughout the school year, too. We Good. find that by January there's a major depletion, right? The, the back to school, you use all your stuff, and then halfway through the year, you know, we still need. Um, so we're probably going to be doing another one later on in the, in the yeah. school year. Um, but, yeah, we have enough to get us through. So Good. we're very grateful Good. to the community support with that.
1: All right, to uh, both of you, uh, you know, work in the administrative office of things. I, I may just have a fair question, but just your thought about the vibe heading into this school year maybe compared to the last couple of school years. Garmin, how's it, it, f- how's yeah. it feeling? It
4: feels good. I don't know, I am, I'm jazzed. Like, it feels like more normal than it ever has been. You know, um, the kids are just excited. Even the parents, uh, just the interaction that I've had with parents and calling into the, you know, the school district asking questions. Like, they're ready, sure. you know? I mean, everyone's still enjoying their summer. This is our beautiful time of year, but um, I just think everyone's ready to hit it. We're refreshed, we're restored. We really took a step back this summer. Um, we didn't offer summer school this year, mainly for that reason. Yeah. We wanted staff and students uh, to just take a breath, you know, and come back recharged. And that's the vibe
5: that I'm feeling. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair
1: enough. What, yeah. Maren, your thoughts?
5: You know, I think kind of the general vibe is if we got past the last two years, we can get past anything. (laughs) And so everybody is really, um, they were excited about summer, like Carmen said, to recharge. And now we're just ready to go get them. The students are so ready to be in school, to be sociable. We're so excited to be expanding the programs and activities that we're offering and really getting our kids back engaged in being kids. And we're so excited to be offering all those uh, resources, services, and supports. And we finally have a permanent super superintendent leading our school district now that's an issue
1: in your district right it's like who's who's in charge right yeah (laughs) and
5: she's phenomenal and i cannot wait to see um how she moves our district forward it's going to be a great year
1: good point okay once again nuts and bolts for the uh, 27th for the squim school district
5: yes absolutely it's it's uh august 27th at the squim high school football field it'll be from 10 a.m to 2 p.m and we'll have a drive-through lane through helen heller parking lot to pick up school supplies all
1: right and it's uh, all school ages the whole time. Correct. Not like the years yes. it's been in the <laughs> yeah, past correct. where it was uh, certain people at certain times. Okay. Uh, and before that, the week before that on the 20th, which is a week from the Saturday, is yeah. the PA one.
4: Yeah. So that is Saturday, August 20th, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Jefferson Elementary.
1: All right. It's going to be fun. I hate to say summer's almost gone, but I'm also kind of glad to see some normal things happening. We've yeah, had the fair, absolutely. we have these fairs back as normal, yeah, yeah. and then next thing you know, Labor Day will be here, and then we're back to school, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> All right, yep. uh, Carmen Gar, always great to see you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Todd. She's from the PA school district, and uh, Marin Packer, thank you from Squim.
5: Thanks so much. It's good to be here.
1: All right, we'll take a break, and uh, news coming up next.